Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. And one, two, three, four. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. Ah, uh, hey. Hi. How you doing? My mouth hurts. Why does your mouth hurt? Because I got Invisalign. Ooh. Yeah. That's re- like... It's really painful. Yeah. Things that they don't tell you. Number one, it looks like you have teeth growing out of the middle of your teeth. <laughs> they call them buttons. I call them... Well, I said to the I said to the dentist, as soon as he put them on, he handed me a mirror. I said, Doc, I look like I got warts on my teeth. <laughs> he said... You, you look fine. I'm like that sounds like the beginning of a joke. <laughs> Doc, I look like I got warts on my teeth. He said, not so loudly. Everybody will want them. Hey, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Try the fish. I'm in a very Catskills mindset right now. I feel now. like I you need why. to be like in a 20s like speakeasy right now. I know, but I've got you're the girl voice. The I should be doing more of a girl voice. So I'm doing like the guy with the cigar and the bowler hat and like, hey, how you everybody what doing tonight? What have you tonight? say, Mrs. Bud? <laughs> exactly. That's the voice I should be doing. And yet I can't. I'm much better at the at the guy with the cigar. You're the, the Groucho Marx. Yeah, I was just yeah. reading a Groucho Marx book today, so there you go. I, I emulated him. I think we just went on five different topics in about 30 seconds. Well, so. let's talk about uh, something a little more closer to home. Who are we? We are sisters. No, but who are we really? We are human beings. That's exactly right. And what are these human beings' names? Uh, Elizabeth and Catherine. Oh, well, now you're going to be formal about <laughs> it. That is true. But they are also known as Betsy Bird and Kate Ramsey. Yeah. And they are us. Yeah. And we be they. Can I be Kate? Yes. Okay. I didn't have a yeah. joke lined up for that. Yeah, I was like, there was a pause. A that was literally like the gears going like, think of the joke and tell it, think of the joke and tell it. Oh, the time has lapsed. I thought you were just thinking, wait, who am I? I and that was also that. I didn't actually want to confess Kate that. Now you called me out on okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I am Betsy. And uh, we have a podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about books. Mm-hmm. Picture books. Mm-hmm. For children. Yep. But we talk about them. Yeah. And we are not children. Nope. But we talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know many of these books, and you know few. I know... You know more now. Well, how many have we done? 30. <laughs> That's how many I know. There you go. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, count, I'm banking on the fact that you forget them, so that we can just, like, start over when we get to the end of them. You're like, okay, there's this book. It's called Dicky Dicky Tembo. You've never seen it before. Well, that's the racist one. Oh, see, you'll never forget it. <laughs> that's true. That's the racist one. Um, today's book, uh, I, I think it's safe to say you will never forget. Um, it is, it is a very famous book, uh, and it is beloved to many. Uh, and I'm very curious in, uh, what you will think of this book. So I'm going to t- just pull it out here. Mm-hmm. Drumroll, please. Yeah, bye. Petey Eastman. He's back, baby. We did it with Are You My Mother? But this is his magnum opus. This is his finest work. This is this is his coup d'etat. 
Really? Oh, indeed. It's In brown. Indubitably. No, it's not brown. It's shiny. Look, I got you. I got you a very special 50th anniversary party edition. It says it right on the cover. 50th anniversary party edition. However, in the event that you didn't like the 50th anniversary party edition, I also got you this plain boring oh, one. Oh, it's orange. It's orange. See, it's supposed to be orange. This one's just shiny. That's it. But this one's just plain orange. Apparently, shiny orange is brown. Yeah, they're the same book. And they both have the uh, cat in the hat on them. That, oh, yeah. Well, because they're part of this beginner book series by Random House, and Random House owns cat. And so the cat just sort of, see on the spine there? Mm -hmm. That's how you can look at them and be it's like, very confusing. Ah. It is because they're not by Seuss. This was not one of his pseudonyms, because he had many a pseudonym. But this was not one of them. P.D. Eastman was his own man, baby. His own man. man. And now I'm just going to hand you both of these. They're identical as far as I know. Uh, and you can read either one you want. And, uh, and you can come back to me. Okay. All right. While Kate reads the book, I'm going to give you a little fact about the book. I didn't have much. Uh, there's not much to go on that, that I don't want to discuss with her myself. So I'll, I'll just give you this one. There have been many mashups of this book. Strange as it may sound. Uh, and my favorite one... Uh, came when someone created a little book called Godot, dog, Godot. Oh, you can fill in the blanks yourself. That one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> the dogs do not go, clearly. Um, I'm not sure where this book exists. Uh, I just know that it existed at some point in history. And that alone makes me happy. And we're back. Yes. And I have a... An idea. Uh -huh. um, this book doesn't really have what you would call a plot. Yeah. So recounting one wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> so let's not do, do it. it. All right. <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what you're putting down. I think we'll just like go through it and then people will get the gist of it. Yeah, it's a lot like Hop on Pop. Well, it's an easy book without a plot. Yes, I had kind of forgotten we did Hop on Pop, and yes, that is the most natural... Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. I'd I mean, say... there's a plot near the end of this book. Oh, there sure is. But we'll get to that. Yeah. So, yes, beginning. So, as soon as you open up the book, even mm. before you get to the title page, you mm -hmm. see these dogs just going around. One of them is running... But this one on the bike is the most determined <laughs> dog. I don't care. I've never noticed his expression before. He is set. He's like, I don't care about anyone behind me. I don't care about anyone in front of me. I'm going. I'm going. I'm a go, go dog. I'm going. I'm, going. I'm trying to figure out how go, dog, go. This, this mode of transportation, there is nothing connecting these wheels. But he does seem, if he moves he the has... front thing, it seems oh, yeah. to be connected to the back wheel. Yeah. And he does seem to be able to... So, so it's kind of like one of those things on the um, on the railroad tracks, you know? Oh, a hand car. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like a hand car bike. Yeah, it's a hand one. car bike. A hand car bike for, for a dog. For a dog. <laughs> like you do. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I see no problem with that. Yeah. Um, when it gets to the page where it's all these black and white dogs... Yes. What does it say when all the white dogs have collars... <laughs> And the black dogs either have bows or their neck is covered up. Okay. What does that um, say about Tim? What does that say? I, I, I honestly don't know what that says. Except that, again, no one's ever noticed that before. Yeah. I, I think... Just, uh... Well, he doesn't really... Except for the exception I mean, of one dog. He doesn't really distinguish between boy and girl dogs. So it's possible the bows are girl dogs. But who knows? Who knows, man? Oh, and the determined dog is here. Did you ever notice that? Oh, yeah. 
I well, didn't know that. Well, and so is the dog in the, also the, the one with the uh, Oh, the yes, roller. with the little toy. Yeah. yeah. So Then we meet our heroes. Right, so we got this... I'm not going to call them a couple. We got this I would poodle. Not call, I would not call them a couple either, yeah. We got a poodle and a... A hound. Them. Sure, we'll call him a hound. We'll call him a hound. And the poodle, four times in this book, mm. says, Hello, do you like my hat? And then he, the three times he says... I do not. Right. And then he says, goodbye. And she says, goodbye. That's right. It builds, though. Right. Well, the first thing I noticed was mm-hmm. they don't spell bye with... No. Yeah. No, they don't. So it's... Uh, Which I assume is fine. I think they did this in Hop on Pop, too. Yeah. Goodbye back or, in the or day. Or Are You My Mother or something. Didn't have... Yes, there was some easy book we read. It possibly Are You My Mother... Uh, yeah, where they just don't have the E at the end of goodbye, which is legitimate. We looked it up, and it's fine. It's just weird. But as soon as you... I mean, she's so excited about her hat. She's she really excited about She just wants to show it off. Yeah. And then he's rude. And he's was like, rude. I don't like it. Goodbye. Yeah. She's like, bye. But for some reason, she keeps yes. wanting to impress him. She keeps going back to that well. Let me get to that in a second. Well, we'll get to yeah. We have we have so much more to do. Moving we? on, mm-hmm. the next page, it's like a maze with this blue poodle going into this like a garden mm-hmm. maze, right? And somehow three <laughs> Cliffords are coming out, looking like they've seen the devil. Well, like at least that middle one. Well, see, yeah, well, he's the, seen the last, things, the my last friend. two yeah. dogs. The first dog. Yeah, is yeah the like, first dog seems fine. The last two saw Voldemort. Yeah. And, uh... They saw the Blair Witch. Or they saw maybe Cedric was dead. Yes. And, oh, uh, Cedric was totally dead. Yeah. And they totally just witnessed it. Yeah, they did. And, uh, and they are never going to be the same. Those poor things. So poor much guys. therapy in this There's book. There's a lot of therapy in this book. Um, okay. So then we come to the fish. The poor fish. We have these dogs in water. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of we water. We have two dogs in a house on a boat in the water. <laughs> yes. A dog over the water, mm. a dog under the water. Mm-hmm. Technically, he's not under the water, he's in the water, but regardless. Yeah, yeah. What is that dog holding? He's holding, um, I believe that's a teeny tiny harpoon. Yes, that's that would be correct. That's yes, it. thank you. And what is the expression on that fish's face? Um, Abject fear? That would be correct. Ah, yes. Yes, yes. I have identified we, correctly. We have... Um, traumatization mm-hmm. we have therapy we have mm-hmm. um a murderous dog here a uh, dog with murderous intent but uh, have you ever seen how fast a fish can go versus a dog in water i'm not fearing for the fish but look at his little face yes well no he's look, he's clearly look upset his little eyes. He, he, he'll be fine we don't have we don't turn the page like the a next... fish on the spit a fish <laughs> off the spit it's not uh, the a next thing. page it's just the dog having one of the bones as a toothpick yeah exactly just uh okay so All then right. we're back again with right. this poodle Our and hound hello mm-hmm. again hello do you like my hat I do not like it He's jaunty how he said that by the way goodbye and he has a bowler hat mm-hmm. or or he a has derby his own hat or a derby but is hat. he asking for affirmation with that oh, he is not I mean why does she also he steals her feather. Why does she keep going back to him? I think maybe he's the only dog she's run into regularly. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe because all these dogs look the same, it's entirely possible she's unaware that this is the same dog. She could just think, oh, here's another guy oh, who's no. kind of a yellow dog with black No, no, no. I'm pretty sure she knows that, um... Oh, yeah, you're right. But here's what I noticed mm-hmm. that maybe you would not have noticed. Okay. 
And I wrote this in my notes. Okay. By the third time the dog says he doesn't like her hat, mm-hmm. I would have expected more choice words. <laughs> uh, on her part? Yes, this is when they are... Oh, this is when they're skiing. Yes. When to they be are... fair, in his defense, that's a terrible hat she's got on for skiing. Look at that. It's so long. It's very Susan. Why would you... It's Susian, but why yeah. would you wear that skiing? But here's something that you may not have noticed. All right. The second time uh-huh. that they uh, meet, sure. she says goodbye, period. But the first and third time, she says goodbye, exclamation point. Huh. So I always read that third exclamation point as an angry exclamation point. Goodbye is how I tend to read that one. Hmm. Um, you could do that with the first one, too, but why not the no, second? No, but she's not. But look at her expression on the first one. The first one, she's actually not that upset. She's sort of like... Well, you know, fine, goodbye. You know, she's she's mildly miffed. So why isn't she upset with the second one? Why no exclamation I think she's point? trying to play it cool. The guy, the dude just stole her feather. She's got to pretend to be too cool for school. So you're right, though. It is strange that there's no exclamation point there. Yeah. It's interesting. Hmm. And, yeah, definitely she should have been saying way more than just goodbye going down that hill. Yeah. I want... I want more vocabulary words on the yes, page. Like, a lot of more four-letter words, you might be saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, the page with the dogs at night, and they're all in bed. Yes. There is all, one, They all are in bed, yes. They're all sleeping except for one dog. That's correct. Who is wide awake. Yeah. And is, the, his eyes are like dinner plates. They are. Just staring out into the void. Yeah. And I was thinking... Why is he awake? Is it because of that creepy toy on the bed that seems to be uh, the it's only? It's a doggy toy. It's not creepy. Does it come to life at okay, night? Maybe it comes to life at night, but it's still not that creepy. Is... I like how the moonlight looks like it's bumpy because the, there's so many dog legs under the sheet. It's it's the moonlight is not reflecting a moon onto the sheets it's reflecting the entire this windows. is true it should be a full moon to be perfectly frank yeah yes. uh but then the next day all the dogs are awake except for one yes so is he the one well notice he scooted to the middle of the bed well so... that's what i would do too right well i think that's why he couldn't sleep before was he was too crowded and now he's got the whole freaking bed to himself while this guy with the bullhorn and the bell is getting them all up and, and saying it's time to go, dogs, go. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just wondering why he was awake in the middle of the night. And you, I think think it's, you think it's I think it's the creepy, creepy toy. Dog. Creepy yep. toy. All right. Could have been just, a clown. I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> okay. So all the dogs get mm-hmm. in their cars, and this is where the plot starts This to... is where the plot definitely starts really kicking yeah. in. We're yeah. about five pages from the end of the book, but sure, let's, <laughs> let's start a plot. So these dogs decide to get in their cars, uh-huh. and they start driving to a tree. A very tall tree. A very tall tree. Yeah. With a ladder. Yeah. A little, uh, a little... It's really the only tree anywhere in but... sight, quite frankly. <laughs> it's hobbitish until you see just quite how tall this tree is. It's an incredibly tall tree. It's an incredibly tall tree. Yeah. And all the dogs rush up the ladder... And they get to the top of this tree where they decide to have a party. Big yeah. dogs and little dogs and red dogs and blue dogs and yellow dogs and green to dogs be and black fair, dogs and dogs. This is an amazing looking party. It does look great. It's got a trampoline. And but I, cake. But I think P.D. Eastman got a little lazy here. How? Where? What? Because, okay, over here on the left hand side you see a white dog with a yellow hat. Yes. That's fine. In the middle of the page, though, 
You got a white presence with a white dog with a white hat with a white collar. That's a, that's a lot of lack of color there. Hmm. Yeah. You think he forgot a dog? I think he just, he's colored so much that at this point he's like, <laughs> Screw it. I don't care. It's a white, it's a white dog, dog with a white, white color presence with a and white it's a white hat. hat and I don't care anymore. <laughs> to be, he's done a lot of dogs. This thing is just packed with dogs. Plenty of dogs. Also, where are these dogs coming from up top that they're grabbing the cake and falling down? Anyway, I guess it's and the how trampoline. Are they, how did they get a cannon up a ladder? They're very talented dogs. And, uh, yes. Was there a pulley system? There clearly must have been. But then they had to dismantle it in some way because it's not there now. Right. Yep. But this is the part that pisses me off the most. What? You got this, this poodle again. Okay. With her bedazzled hat. Yeah, it's got a mop in it. Did you see the mop? Yeah, it's, it's, got, got, it's got spiders. It's, it's got spiders. It's got it's the got Zeppelin a flag from earlier in yes, the book. It's, oh my gosh, that's the same Zeppelin flag? Yep. That's fat. Wait a minute, is everything in this hat you things got from the previous fish scenes? that died hanging on the... Oh, wow. It's... That is the same... Whoa, I've never noticed this before. These are things from previous... I don't know where the lollipops came from, but... Yeah, some of these things are from the earlier in the book. Yeah. Including my poor little dead fish. Yeah, he's dead as a mackerel. I don't want to talk about that. So <laughs> it's a small to be a mackerel. But... <laughs> so this poodle, girl, just be, just feel confident and fabulous with what you have. It's an amazing hat. Just you don't need anyone else's approval. No. You look amazing, girl. Yes, yes. Do not get his approval. What does she do? She go gets his approval. Yeah, and yeah. You know yeah. it. He loves the hat, and at that point. She gets in his car, and she says, goodbye, period. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that's goodbye, period. Okay, can I tell you my brother-in-law's interpretation of the ending of this book? So he, uh, as you recall, he's the one who told me that uh, Are You My Mother was a post-apocalyptic hellscape. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a different theory with this one. This is the lesson that he teaches his daughter with this book. Honey, if there's a boy, and he's really, really mean to you, like a lot of times, and then suddenly at a really wild party, he starts being nice to you, don't get into his car. Yeah. Yeah, that's the moral of the book. Yeah. Which she fails, but, you know. Yeah, this is not a very good uh, book for female role models. Oh, no, 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 no. No, yeah, no, we, um, they never say she's a girl. She she could be a, a male poodle. We all assume she's a girl because of the types of hats she wears and everything, but you know, they never say she. True. Even so, it's still a bad relationship. It's a pink pink poodle, but it could be a male pink poodle. It could be. And it could be a female, what are we calling this? A hound? He's a hound. He could be a she. It could be a she. We could just upset all sorts of expectations here. Yeah. Because otherwise, she's the only girl in this entire book. Yeah, I really I don't, don't know like, if I'm down with that. Yeah. I really don't like the moral of the story is um, get approval from a mm-hmm. male and right. then and then, and then your life will yeah. be fulfilled. There you go. Be well, like this dog. Be like the dog who doesn't care about anyone around him. <laughs> Enjoy your... See, the, you skipped over my favorite dogs, though. My favorite dogs are the three dogs. Uh, here we are. Three dogs at a party mm-hmm. on a boat yeah. at night. These are my heroes, okay? They... Need nothing else to uh, to have a good time. They've got a lollipop. Oh, the lollipop! It's from here. Lollipop, they've got a, <laughs> they got a checkers game, and they got a banjo, and they got a lovely little paper lantern. 
Yes. And that's all. Oh, and a tiny, a tiny little boat. And a little sailboat. Yeah. And a little sailboat. And that's all they need to have a party. Yeah. And they're happy. They I don't was... need the big tree party that comes up later. They got a boat party, and they're happy with it. I was looking at that, and I was like, how is that lantern lit? There must be a candle in there, like a tea light candle. How are any of those lanterns ever lit? Yeah. No, there must be some sort of teeny tiny little candle in there. Yeah. I don't know. Probably I, a little LED light. But I do like the night pictures. Kind of breaks up the constant yeah. white of everything. Yeah, no, no. I think they were a relief to him to a certain extent. Yeah. He's always been good at night. He did another book called Sam and the Firefly, which, um, due to the fact that you're not a fan of books with brats, I have not, uh, I've not introduced you to that one quite yet. But it, it has the brattiest yeah. firefly that may have ever existed. And, uh, mm, he, it's all... it's a firefly, so now I'm kind of interested. Oh, see, no, no. He's... Okay, well, we'll get to him someday. Maybe but... if, it's, if it's a human brat. Really? It's gotta be human brats? I don't like human brats. Oh, now I'm gonna have to test you on this. I'm gonna find you a different brat. People keep saying Eloise. No, she's human, and you can't... You're not ready for Eloise. We haven't reached Eloise level yet, alright? So, maybe someday, Missy, but not yet. Alright, so, little history time. Uh, this is one of the most beloved books of illustrators out there. Um, many of them love, love, love it. In the book, Everything I Need to Know, I learned in a children's book, the former National Ambassador of Young People's Literature, John Sheska, gave proper props to this book. He said, quote, At school, I was trying to learn to read by deciphering stories featuring two lame kids named Dick and Jane. They never did much of anything exciting, and they talked funny. If this was reading, I wondered why anyone would bother. Then I found Go Dog Go. This book seems so much more real to me, and so much more like my family of five brothers. Then the book's about these strange kids with funny speech patterns. And that hat. That hat may mean more than we ever know. Here's a timeout. Here's the thing. You keep reading it as go dog go. Yeah. But it's not. It's go dog go. It's go dog period go exclamation point. That's a period. Yeah. That is two. That's a period. I thought it was a comma. No. It's it's a statement. Go, dog. Go! Huh. Yeah. I've been saying it wrong for years. <laughs> it's go, dog. Go! Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah. Now i got to restart the whole podcast. I've been saying it wrong from the start. People aren't going to know what book we're They're talking gonna be about. They're going to be like, what's go, dog, go? I'll, I, the book I know is go, dog. Go! <laughs> well, the exclamation points are just a, a point of contention you know, ah, with this entire book. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. There you go. All right. So, um, uh, let's see here. So I they made this into a play, a musical. How? Well, that was the question. Now, wasn't it? So I took my daughter to it. They did. They performed it uh, here at Northwestern. And I thought, I have heard that there's a show. I'm hoping it's just wackadoodle craziness from, like, the start to finish. And it's just, but how do you do a whole show out of it? Um, turns out you slow it way down. Is what you do. Every scene in this book is a scene in the thing. But I was very disappointed, very, very disappointed by the Ferris wheel sequence. Now, the Ferris wheel sequence um, has these dogs on a Ferris wheel, and there's how I would read this. The dogs are going all going around and around and around, and then one dog yells down, Go around again! They made it into this lilting like the dog are going around and around and around. Go around again. Children were falling asleep in the audience, and then they followed that up with, like, the sleepy time bedtime sequence, and it was just like, 
It was the slowest darn play I've ever been to in my entire life. This is Go Dog Go. No, Betsy. It's Go Dog oh. Go. I'm sorry. That's why. That was my problem. I saw the wrong show. Oh. I should have seen Go Dog Go, but I didn't actually get to it. All right. So, uh, remember what you were saying earlier about how that uh, that female dog should be a little more uh, a little more empowered? Yeah. Yeah, you're not the first person to think that. So Good. the ugly Volvo decided to tackle the issue of the female Love dog. Love that name. It's a great it's a great site. Yeah. Um, and uh, Raquel De Peace wrote an open letter to the female hat wearing dog from Go Dog Go. <laughs> this is dated June fifteenth, twenty sixteen. I am not giving you the entire bit. It is quite long. Quite intense, um, but I'm going to give you some of the highlights, and I would like you to read some of the highlights, so uh, if you could just do that. Dear female hat-wearing dog, if you're seeking approval because you're itching to be in a relationship right now, know that there are other fish in the sea and, more importantly, bazillions of other dogs in this book. Without even looking, I found some big dogs and some little dogs going around cars. I found a red dog on a blue tree. I found a green dog on a yellow tree. I found two dogs in a house, on a boat, in the water, and three dogs at a party, on a boat, at night. All of whom seem single, ready to mingle, and possibly capable of empathy. The female-to-male dog ratio in this book is totally in your favor, so why are you selling yourself short? It is not about the hat. Are you listening? It doesn't matter if he likes your hat or not. I want you to feel the burning radiation of your self-worth as you say, This is me! This is who I am! If you're not into me because I'm wearing an uncomfortably long ski hat, maybe this is not the right relationship for either of us. Oh, and then, but I didn't have you read the end. You should see what she wrote at the end there. And it's incorrect, technically. The end here says, And then feel free to ask your reflection if it likes your hat. And if your reflection says, Girl, you look amazing, regardless of whether or not you are wearing a hat. Maybe ditch this mustard-colored moron who immediately ends a day when he's not digging the girl's hat. When she's when he's not digging the girl's hat because <laughs> you're terrific and life is short and like that isn't worth your time. Goodbye, with an e. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. He said goodbye with an e and an exclamation point. So yeah. technically, we're gonna have to detract a point for that. But otherwise, it's quite a good little, uh, good little piece there. So, uh, yeah, that brings... Oh, I should say, it did make it onto my top 100 picture books poll. Oh, I'm sure it did, because it's probably a great book to read to kids. And... It's a great book to read to kids, because, as John Cheska said, uh, a lot of these easy books are darn boring. Yeah. And uh, this book, you never know what it's going to do. It's completely wackadoodle. With these simple, simple words, it's come up with these really weird situations. Like hop on pop. It's like everything is... It's a new page every time. It's a new page every time. And it came in at number 28 on the top 100 picture books poll. Um, so it did fine for itself, which begs the obvious question, uh, how would you, uh, how would you rate that thing, Kate? Well, I don't have a kid, so I, and I've never read it to a kid. True. So my opinion is just based on Go Dog, Go. <laughs> Apparently the name. Yes. Um. As I have learned today. I, you know, I, I'm, I, uh, I, I get that it's great to read to kids, I get that um, there's not a lot of options for you parents. Um, there's quite a few options. I mean, this podcast is sort of based on the sheer well, number of podcasts. Before easy reading books like this. Well, sure. I mean, they're the hardest books to write, technically. In my opinion, these are the hardest books to write. It's but, an art. But why? Why did A 
the fish have to die. I don't know that it's the same fish. She's not on that boat. Well, maybe she's inside the house, actually. There is a house on the boat in the water. She could be inside the house. She could be lurking in the corners of every scene of this book. She She could be in the trunk of that car. Are you talking about the fish? No, I'm talking about the female dog. How did she get the fish? If that's the same fish, where did she get it? She killed it. She's not the one in the water. Maybe she slept with the dog that killed the fish. That seems a bit gauche. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't like this chick. (laughs) Well, no, she's clearly got issues that she's working through, and he's not helping. The one character I really liked is dead. I mean, look at him. He's hanging on a string. He could still be wiggling. He might not he be could dead be wiggling. yet. Thanks, Betsy. He could be on the in the, in the throes of death. I think I'll go for a walk now. Oh, I'm I feel feeling better. <laughs> feeling much better now. I'm yeah. Happy. I mean, I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, you know. Uh, this I'm, book isn't meant for you to fall in love with the characters. I should say. I mean, I'm giving it like a four. Really? Yeah. I'll and then see. you got the poor dogs that saw Cedric Diggory in the maze who are traumatized. You got the I the dog who can't dogs. sleep because of the creepy toy. See, I love those dogs. It gives it it gives it flavor for its limited words. It's got flavor. Eh. Oh, I'm 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 a strong eight. I'm an eight, baby. Eight. What? Eight, eight, eight. I love this book. I love it. I love reading it. There's not a. I can read this book a hundred times and still enjoy it. Aren't there better easy read books? Oh, probably. Well then, but I like why are you one. giving it such a high score? Eight is high. I don't even know if I can think. Like if I was to do my top ten easy books, uh-huh. this would easily be in the top five and possibly the top three. So that's why. I love this book. Why? Because it's fun to read. It You see something new every time, even though it's so simple looking. I mean, like, look How? at this scene. Look at this scene with the with the going around in the cars. And you got the guy, they're trying to, like, fix the cars. And there's no traffic signals whatsoever. I just love it. There's so much that you can pick apart. I love it. Ugh, this is another book where it's a classic because of your rating. Yay! Two in a row. I don't <laughs> usually do that. Yeah. We switch sometimes, though. You sometimes think things are way more classic than I do. Yeah. So I'll just have to bring a book that I don't like, and you'll fall in love with it. Okay. Oh, man, I'll have to do Eloise or something. <laughs> Why? You'll probably be, like, the biggest fan of it all the time. So this Aww. is a classic. It's totally a classic! Yay! Yay! And the people <laughs> cheered happy chairs. And the people All being right. just Betsy. That would be <laughs> the people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's the royal people. Uh, letters time. That, 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 that. Letters time. Okay, so first off, I uh, had mentioned to you off mic, but not on mic, that Dan Santat wrote in. Mm-hmm. Um, or rather... He is the author of After, After the, the Fall. Fall. Right. Very good. Which was on our Caldecott Contender uh, episode. episode. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately for poor Dan Santet, it did not win any Caldecotts. Um, it didn't even make it onto the ALA Notables list, which is downright bizarre. To the point of suspicion, one might say, because that is weird. That's the big list that ALA puts out every year that's supposed to be like the top of the pops. And they didn't even include after the fall. So Dan, <laughs> you're on the top of our list. Dang right he is. So we wondered there was a number in there, and we wondered what the significance of the number was, and if there was oh, one. Oh, yeah. Turns out there was one. It was, I think, now, 
It's when he's climbing up the wall. It's when he's climbing up the wall. Yep. And it was it was in relation to his wife, possibly the number of years they're married together. Not entirely certain. I don't remember what the answer was. I just remember that there was an importance behind it. So you're welcome, America. That was I. Uh, that's research. That's two minutes of your life, people. You will never get back. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. A very different Dan wrote in, and he said, um, in relation to Pierre. Uh, in sort of answer to how children react to it. He said, for what it's worth, my four-year-old daughter seems to enjoy it. She requested it again tonight as one of her seven, seven bedtime stories. She hasn't started saying I don't care either. Also, your theory that the lion was hired by the parents makes a lot of sense. Right. It would explain why they let the lion stay on as a weekend guest, too. Mm-hmm. Love the podcast. Listen to it every week. Aww. Thank you, Dan. That's awful sweet of you. Danny boy. Well, and it gets even weirder. So we talked about Dan Santat. We talked about another guy named Dan. Now we're going to talk about Dana. Because that's just the kind of day this Dan, is. Dan, uh. Dan, Dan, uh. Dan, exactly. Uh. Um, she recommended uh, some books that we would do. Um, and then she went on to say, I'd also love for you to give the Berenstain Bears another chance, as the bully book is a pretty poor example of their talent. My opinion, they peaked in the 80s, and the 90s books went downhill. This is a very interesting theory. Once Mike got involved, that would be the son of Stan and Jan, uh, everything got a lot more saccharine. Pretty sure Mike didn't do the bully book, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that was just the two of them, but all right. Uh, something like Too Much Junk Food or The Bad Dream or Too Much Vacation are ones my kids and I both enjoy. All right, noted. Noted, Dana. Thanks for the podcast. I always enjoy listening. I also love your great show notes. Thank you. I do the show notes. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, uh, as some of you may have noticed, if you subscribe to our podcast and get it on your phone, uh, we have updated our picture that goes with this show um, because this is the picture that Andrea Sarumi made of us. I love it. As the Chaos Muppet. I love Muppet it. And I love, the, it, I love it. Um, when she put it on Twitter, she wrote... Ain't no fan artin' like the children's book fan artin' because children's book fan artin' looks like a rude word when I type it. <laughs> Which I just thought was awesome. So thank you, Andrea. That's well awesome. Well put. And finally, uh, Stephanie, the third sister, right. uh, wrote in. Uh, and she said, uh, re-transcribing podcasts. I know that the guys over at West Wing Weekly. That's awesome. Uh, have outsourced transcription to fans of the podcast who do it for love and thanks. Put out a call to your fans. I'd love to. I love you, Stephanie. You, you think we got, like, legions of them. Um, it's it's just you, honey. It really <laughs> is. It's it's you, my mom, and then the two other and people Andrea. who just wrote. And Andrea. And, and, and then the two other people who so just that's wrote like, it. So we got enough for a dinner party. We, we could have a delight. Oh, that'd be a good dinner party. <laughs> You're all invited to our dinner party. But no. Um, but I should say, Kate has just spent two days of her life well, transcribing one like of two our... two nights. Life. I said, life. <laughs> life. I did it, yeah. You did. you did. You transcribed the Little Black Sambo uh, episode. I did. It's uh, 16 pages. Yes. And and, uh, and yeah. we say, uh, uh like, mm-hmm. yeah. We say a lot of words many times. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no, I, 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 I hit that nail on the you head did. right there. I think I knocked it out of the park. It's pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> in any case, I will be putting that up on the blog, uh, for anyone else who would like to read it, but, uh, for whatever reason, does not want to, to listen to it, uh, so that will be up. So thank you, Kate, for 
doing that for so freaking long. No problem. All right. If there's other episodes that people want transcribed, let me know. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it for everyone. So, yep. yeah. Grown-up things we like. Oh. Oh. Hmm. What, do, what do you like? Well, hmm. not Invisalign. No. <laughs> no. I, I, uh, if I had the retainers in my mouth right now, yeah. I would have a lisp. How would you sound? I would sound like this. <laughs> it's, they're very uncomfortable to, to, to speak with, and mm. I'm practicing my S's and my C's. Mm. Um, I had a client meeting today, and it was quite awkward. Oh. Yeah. Fun. So I, I told the doctor, I was like, look, I, I podcast, man. I can't have these mm -hmm. things in my mouth. He's like, all right, you can take them out when you brush your teeth, mm -hmm. when you eat, mm -hmm. and when you podcast. I was like, fair enough. I can all do right. that. Um, but something that I do like is that I got a cat. You did get a cat, and yeah. we can see it now. It's not under your uh Yeah, it took him a few days to kind of um, get out from underneath the bed and all the hiding spots, but we have named him... <clears throat> Lord Buster Tubbington the Third, Earl of Catnip and Sandwiches, for he is <laughs> he is eighteen pounds of lovin'. How old is this cat? They said between three and five. Okay, so he's pretty young. Yeah, and huge. He's he's such... that's a bit of a mouthful of a of a name. We call him Buster for short. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, Lord Buster Tubbington the Third. Buster. <laughs> So Buster yeah, to his friends. Yeah, we call him Buster, and I'm uh, just going to call him my lord every time I meet him. Yes, that's perfect. I think he, he would, would appreciate, appreciate that. Yes, yeah. I think he would, as most cats would. Right. He yeah. uh, he's a special cat though. He has um, FIV, which is essentially kind of like cat AIDS. Yeah, I was afraid um, you were going to say cat AIDS actually. Yeah. Yeah. He so his immune system is uh it just takes him longer to get over colds and stuff. So we have noticed him, you know, coughing and sneezing a lot. He did eat a lot of dust bunnies under your furniture too. He did. And but he has lots of goop coming out of his eyes. Oh, that's But funny. it's it's sad because when people go to adopt cats, they easily overlook the ones that have FIV because they're like, "Oh, I don't want to deal with this, mm -hmm. blah blah blah. I'd rather have a kitten and you know, it's like, you gotta, people, number one, adopt, don't shop, and number two, don't overlook the ones that have FIV, because it's, it's totally fine. What we do, all, all we have to do is just sprinkle some L-lysine on his food, it's just a, and they did it for all the cats, mm -hmm. it's just vitamins mm -hmm. to make, to help the cat's immune system, and he's such a love bug. He gives the best headbutts, he purrs up a storm, he's the sweetest thing. And so. we, yeah, we grew up with a cat with goopy eyes, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There might be a point where we have to have all of his teeth pulled out. Um, okay, so that's a bit that's a bit much. But but, uh, but until that point, okay, he's fine. <laughs> so, Great. That's wonderful. La 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 la. Anyway, Buster is love right. my life right now. So. All right, and then my my favorite thing. That's a good thing. Uh, something that you and I did yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. We saw a podcast being recorded. It wasn't recorded, but we saw people from one of my favorite podcasts here in Chicago. Yeah. It was It was the My Dad Wrote a Porno uh, trio. trio. Yeah. And uh, and they were great, and it was a lot of fun. It was hilarious. Um, you know, I brought my husband, who does not listen to the podcast regularly, so he would not have gotten a lot of the in-jokes. Mm -hmm. um, like, there were a lot of uh, 
pomegranates, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pomegranates. Uh, and The wok. The wok, yeah. The stainless steel wok. Yep, that was a good in-joke, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were great. They were funny. They do a great live show. I was very impressed. I learned all about the female anatomy. Yes, and they had a very good PowerPoint on the female anatomy. So, <laughs> all together, two thumbs up. Um, if you uh, if you want a funny podcast that you cannot listen uh, to with anyone else, um, and should not listen to while shopping or driving a car because you will laugh too hard, uh, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's awesome. I it was well worth the money. And if they come to your town, definitely go see them. Yep, they won't. Because they're pretty much out of America, I think, by this point. But uh, if you live in, in Britain in any way, they're coming to every single part of it, as far as I can tell. Um, though I think they're about to be at Royal Albert Hall. Huh. Uh, so, well done there. Trio. Ta-ta. 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 Hello. Okay, moving on. Uh, actually, not moving on, because that's that's all she wrote, folks. Oh, so mm. it's not go, dog, go. It's stop, Betsy. Stop! <laughs> I will still prefer to call it Stop Betsy Stop. <laughs> Thank you. Right. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow Betsy on Twitter at Fuse 8. That's Fuse and 8. E-I-G-H-T. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Gibbons Kime, and our space lawyer is Drew Etienza. Views 8 and Kate is creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.